welcome back into the pod. I am uh, once again doing errands, and I went out with some clients last night, friends that are clients, and we go out in a group of about 10 or 15 whenever we can. We haven't really done it since COVID, and that kind of brings up the reason for this podcast. Um, Excuse me. You know, um, we were talking at the table a little bit. One of the women, the woman who organized the dinner, um, her mom just passed. And uh, she was in her 80s, and she had been ill. And, um, you know, I was grateful to hear that she had asked another jazzer uh, to sing at her mom's service. I felt bad that I couldn't go, but I was teaching. And um, it sounded like a lovely service. She has good family support, good friend support, and she has our support as well. Uh, because we are a, good, a great community, and we come together um, all the time for each other. So that is so special and awesome. And so I don't know how we got on the, um, the topic of the depression, Um, I think it was at coffee after we all ate that, you know, the sugar came out and it was like, you know, one of us said something about that whole sugar thing would be gone. Oh, I know. We were talking about cleaning out homes of our elders and all the stuff that they keep. And um, I brought up the Christmas cards, how my mother kept, I don't know, every Christmas card she ever got in over 80 years. And, you know, why? And then one of them said, my mom would cut out the designs or the pretty pictures and use them as gift tags. I thought that was great. I might have to steal that idea. And then I, one of us said, I think that comes from the depression that they kept everything because they never knew if they were going to get anything other than what they had. Um, the depression was very, very difficult on our country. And, um, you know, there were, there was rationing of sugar and flour and all sorts of things. And then it kind of made me think on the way home about how their lives were affected. They were children during the depression. It obviously made a huge impression on them. And they always felt that they were, um, wanting of something or missing of something or hoarding because would I ever have clothes again? Would I ever be able to buy anything new? Would I ever have enough sugar? Would I, you know, and those are understandable things after a very traumatic event. And of course our parents, and if you're younger, your grandparents, um, there was no mental health, uh, services. There probably were, was mental health services and the fact that you would just get thrown into a mental hospital and left there. Um, but there was no therapy, happening on the regular. There was nobody talking about it and saying, you know, let's collectively know that a lot of people may need help in this area. It may have scarred millions of people, uh, stuff like that. They did not have that. And it got me to thinking about COVID and how our lives and our choices will be different because of COVID, something that we all collectively went through as a world. And I think it's already coming out. 
Um, I think I've done a podcast about this before when it related to the weather and having a snowstorm and people just automatically shutting down and staying in. As people, I don't mean shutting down a business. I mean, as a person, people are just shutting down because that was the reaction that we were all forced to have when it came to COVID personally and businesses had to shut down. And so I think now we all have to be mindful and not completely shut down unless there is a reason to do so. And I think that's a reaction. It's a knee-jerk reaction to COVID and the fact that we all had to shut life down outside of our own homes and that became familiar to us. It was not something that we could push through even when we wanted to. And therefore, when a big storm is coming or comes or whatever, people just revert back. And that's understandable. And I'm not making a value judgment on someone's choices. I'm just noting it, noticing it, talking about it. You know, it's understandable. It really is. Because people get fearful of really big storms, really bad weather, all that stuff. And in New England, that means generally snow. Okay. And that means that, you know, roads might be impassable and, you know, people might need to stay home for their safety. And so people do because they're fearful. And that fear has been increased, manifested, um, made more, made bigger since COVID because people had to stay home and it was danger. And so people revert. And that's, again, I'm going to say it again. It's not a value judgment. It's understandable. But sometimes when we recognize the behavior, we can better handle it. So that's all I'm saying. Um, The reality is we're all going to be affected in different ways by what happened during COVID. You know, you might have cleaned out your grandma's house or your parents' house and found um, a thousand million bazillion sugar packets. You might have found, um, like my mother-in-law, for instance, hoarded clothes. I think she had um, a wool long coat in like five or six or eight different colors. Not because she was being a fashionista, but I'm going to guess it was because growing up in the depression and having nothing, you just wanted to be able to go to your closet and say, I want the blue one today. And I get that. I get that. It makes it hard on the family because you've got all this girth of stuff. And for myself, um, growing up at a traumatic home, um, while I'm not a hoarder, I have way too many clothes. And so I've been cleaning out drawer by drawer, section by section. 
and trying to gather it in an organized way and donate it. And I said that today I was going to start bringing bags. So of course I picked today and the wish project is closed today, but I have it in my car. They are open tomorrow. I will drop it off tomorrow on my way to work. Um, because I have more than I need and I want to give to those who are less fortunate, to be honest. And it's just not okay. I mean, it is okay to have what you can have and that you choose to have. But, you know, I want to have my loft made into a like dressing room closet and the donation bags are in it. And it's just a good thing to start so I can get that project started, get it estimated, all of that. But it also helps others. And I'd rather help others first anyway. So I get it. But that discussion last night at dinner sparked thinking about how are we all going to react and how is it literally going to change us when it comes to COVID, right? Everybody organized their house, cleaned out things. We all did that. I'm continuing that because I did it less because I was really focused on keeping my business going, making sure it was there for people. And that was very stressful and took a lot of my energy. So I'm kind of a little bit behind the eight ball when it comes to organizing my house or um, cleaning out things that you may have already done. Um, and that's, listen, it's not a race. I don't, I don't feel any pressure to do it. I want to do it. And now I feel like I can take a deep breath and okay, now I can focus on this. Um, but how will it change our choices in general? Well, I, I will say that it's changed my choices in that I wear a mask in the grocery store. I, we will always wear it in the airport on a plane, um, all of that stuff. And, you know, I feel comfortable in doing that. That is my choice. You may choose something different. It may affect you differently. Um, and it should, cause we're all different people. We're, none of us are the same. So we're always going to find differences in how we handle stressors and, um, reminders of the pandemic. Um, you know, hearing about <laughs> faraway diseases now is, is not going to just be, Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that. It's going to be like, Oh my God, Oh my God, is it coming? And what do I need to do? And do I have enough stuff in my house? And all of that. And I think that's also part of what I've seen in the last year of having a snowstorm is people again, go right back into that. Oh my God. Oh my God. I have to have all these things in my house. If I can't leave my house, I need to have X, Y, and Z and this much of it. And again, no value judgment here. Very understandable, very understandable. And so I guess going forward for all of us, we're going to have to look around and see how our lives have changed and the permanent things that maybe our next generation, I mean, our next generation was with us now, our kids' generation through the pandemic. We're really going to have to see how their kids, the generation thereafter, is going to react to our, their parents, their grandparents, their great aunts, whatever, our choices 
Like, auntie, why are you wearing a mask in the airport? Mom, why do you wear a mask in the airport? And, or whatever your thing is. Maybe you always have a case of toilet paper in your house. Maybe you always have extra boxes of pasta that were hard to get at different points and sauce because you could live on that. Um, maybe you have your chest freezer that you ordered at the beginning, thankfully got it, had to pay extra for it, but have it. And now you have room to freeze things. And maybe your kids or grandkids are going to be like, why do you always have a freezer full of stuff? Like, what's that about? You know, like, it's like, I don't know. I was just thinking about it and how is it going to look in 20 years? How looking back, has, will it have changed us forever? Cause you know that it, it's going to, it already did. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but hopefully we all have a little bit more mental health counseling, mental health awareness, mental health understanding so that maybe we can work through those things, the things that may be stressing us or making us anxious or hurting us mentally, maybe hopefully we can work through it better than our grandparents or parents did. Because I think a lot of them were a lot more scarred than we even know. And so that's something to think about in this moment when we see more anxiety in the world after COVID, that we really focus each of us on rest, mental health, self-care, taking time out when you need it. Um, yeah, I think those are good things. And hopefully our uh, parents and grandparents, if they're no longer with us, will look down and say, yep, they're doing a better job. They have more options than I had. But we have to take advantage of those options. And I think having a conversation about it is the most important thing. So maybe we're not going to hoard sugar packets, but maybe we're going to be hoarding toilet paper. 